sister Mindy. And I am Mindy Hummer. Hello. How's everybody doing? Mindy, how the hell are you? I'm all right. I hope everyone's having a good Father's Day. If you're a father out there, I hope you're celebrating with your fathers. Um, yes. Got some interesting news topics to share with y'all. Do you? I do, actually. Um, stuff that I haven't even told you about. Because I just found out about it. All right. So we'll get into it. So Blumhouse Productions, Jason Blum, is in the middle of trying to purchase the Friday the 13th series, but also the right to the Nightmare on Elm Street series. Here's the thing, though. Nightmare on Elm Street, he doesn't want to do another remake like the 2010. He actually wants Robert England himself, who's in his late 70s, to come play Freddy Krueger one last time. Really? Yeah. So I want everyone just to not get your hopes up. If you see anything about it or whatnot, don't get your hopes up. Don't hold your breath. Because I personally don't think the Elm Street thing is going to happen. As far as Friday the 13th goes, I think that would be amazing if he ended up purchasing that series. That would because be of how creative he is. I think that would be great. As far as Nightmare goes, I don't know if I don't know if Mr. Ingram will do it. And Jason already said that even if he does get the rights, if Ingram won't do it, he's not doing it. Also, coming to theaters, January, not January, June 24th, is the long-awaited, anticipated Black Phone. Yes. Yeah, I was going to ask you, did you want to go see it this weekend? And then we This upcoming weekend? Yeah. Yeah, I have off. We can do that. I, uh, I work every day, but I get out at 12, so we could probably do something on Saturday. Okay, cool. Sounds yeah, good to me. We definitely got to do that for the show. I mean, that that could be horror movie of the year. I mean, that that looks really. It's adding up to be, honestly. Yeah. It looks really, really good. I love Ethan Hawke. I, I'm I'm just I'm just gonna put that out there. I love Ethan Hawke. It's about this kid I that think... gets abducted and in a room, and, and there's a phone in the room, and Ethan Hawke's the one that abducts him. It's like a creepy dude. Yeah, basically, but... Sharon, there's like an urban legend, but it's not an urban legend, but it is with the kids, and uh, it's he's called like the magic man. Yeah. Or something, and, and the little kid like he does a phone. trick. 
And it's like other little and, kids talking to him, trying to help him get out of the basement. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah, it's the spirit. Yeah, it's the spirits of the other children that he murdered. And each child got further and further to escaping. Yeah. So well, they were able to contact the little boy and tell them there's way, the ways to get out. Oh, that's pretty cool. Honestly, I think it's going to be really cool. Yeah, it looks really fucking good. I think it'll do well, and it looks good. I'm excited to see it. Yeah. Uh, I am, too. What other news we got? Um, other than, other than that, um, I, I really don't got any. Uh, yeah, that's, that's basically... Basically, it except for um, everyone already knows that Dev uh, Campbell is not being Sidney Prescott in Scream. Oh yeah, that's ridiculous. Did we talk about that last week? I think I don't remember. I think we dabbled on it. Mhm. But I don't think we discussed it. But I want everyone to know, Nev Campbell, she's not a bad person for doing what she's doing. She's trying to stand up for women's rights. She's mad because other men in different franchises, they get raises throughout each of their movies, and it's hefty raises. She just starred in one of the most iconic horror movies of the year. Yeah. And they try giving her the same exact pay rate for the next one. And she's like, no, like, why Why don't I get raises? Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. When, she's the leader of the franchise. She's kind of the one that people think about. So When you, think, when you hear Scream, you think of Nev Campbell. Yeah, and you think of Sydney. So, uh, you know, I don't blame her for wanting some more cash. And she said that she thinks she's worth more than the offer. So uh, she's not going to take well, it. Well, she just is. Take she is worth more than $2 million. That's how they're gonna offer her. Yeah, all they were gonna offer her was two mil. That's it. That's nuts. Especially because they're going. Especially because the original plan was to go to uh, Canada. So it's funny that Kirby's coming back. I wonder how they're gonna do like Kirby. Without Sydney. I don't know how they're going to do Kirby without Sydney. I really don't. Um, I also know that the plot itself has changed a tiny bit. I don't know how much, but I do know that they have moved from doing it in Canada to doing it in New York City. Yeah. I do know that. Yeah, I don't, I mean, you have a, a core, like, I don't think this new Scream movie is screwed. You know what I mean? I think they'll be okay. And I, I think, like, especially because they did a really good job of introducing new girls and, and new characters and, and kind of like. I think if Sam's in it, it'll be fine. Yeah. I like the little. I don't know if she's in it yet or not. I think she is. Oh, I like Tara, too. I'm I'm not knocking out Tara. I I like Tara as well, but, like, is she a... Tara reminds me of, like, a Jennifer Love Hewitt. I can see that. 
if that makes sense. Like, a young girl who everyone thinks could be a screen queen because she screeches loudly, but in all reality, she's just a good actress. Yeah. You can do other things. Yeah, uh... I'm just going to read what Matthew Lillard said about the whole situation with Sydney. And he said, did Tom you Cruise take, he said, did Tom Cruise take less money for the Top Gun sequel? Fuck no, dude. So why is a woman supposed to take less? Why wouldn't you pay her more as the series goes on? Was Scream 5 a hit or not a hit? It was a smash hit. Did they make a shit ton of money? Yes. Did Nev Campbell be paid for her work she's done in five movies of a franchise? Yes, because she's a female lead of one of the most successful horror franchises. And that pretty much hits hits it on the head. And David Arquette, too, came out with a statement right uh, right after she pulled herself and said, I stand with Nev Campbell. She should be paid more. Mm-hmm. She just had the biggest hit of the year. Yeah, I mean, it was it was a really it was a big hit. It was, I mean, we, you were there on opening night with me in that theater. There was a lot of fucking people in there. Oh yeah, it was almost packed. We almost didn't get a seat. It kind of reinvigorated the franchise. So, like, that was a great movie. That was, to me, that was one of my favorite things about 2021 that that worked out cinema wise. That that was so good, yeah. and it was like such a good yeah. movie and it made money and like Absolutely. that made me happy. It honestly could have been a flop. Yeah, it could have flopped. It could have people could have said it. It sucked. You know, it could have got critically panned, but it didn't. So that I no. just hope. I mean, without Sydney, I don't know how they're going to do it. But I apparently, from story. what I've heard, from what I've heard, they're going to focus on Gail Weathers. And they're going to focus on her loss of Dewey, which makes no sense to me because they've been divorced for 10 years. Yeah. And they're trying to make her out to be the mourning widow. She's not a widow. She divorced him. No, you're right. And once you get divorced, that's it. You're exes. You're not together anymore. So she's not a grieving widow. And that's the one problem I have. But, yeah, let's get into what we're... I don't want to see that. If that is the movie that they give us, I don't want to see that. I want to see a continuation of Sam and Tara's story and then bring the Meeks back and bring a couple other kids and, and make it a bloodbath. I want to see exactly. more of what they gave us in the last one. I don't need to see her reacting to Dewey dying because she did that at the end of the movie. She already reacted yeah. to him. This is horror. We don't we get over shit quick in horror, you know. I we know, don't, like we don't need a two-hour movie of her being sad. Yeah, it's like this is a horror franchise where people die every day. I know it's fucking Dewey, but you don't need a whole movie of her crying about Dewey. That's the last no. thing you need. No. Uh. But yeah, you're right. Let's get into Bird Box. Uh, this movie, it came out on December 21st, 2018 on Netflix. It, it did do a couple of movie fests before that, but it, and it had a limited release in theaters, but it didn't like have a big theatrical presence. It, it's known as like a Netflix original, almost. Yeah, but it did uh, go it, to Sundance, I believe. Yes, it did. Uh, got mixed reviews from critics, but it became the most watched film on Netflix within 28 days. 
So, because I remember this was like cultural, like when this came out, everyone was like, yo, you got to see Bird Box. I remember I wasn't even living here and I right. called you, Sharon. It's like, yo, you got to see Bird Box. And uh, <laughs> it, it was good. Uh, and watching it again, like you said, when you said that this is like a quiet place, but for the blind, it, it kind of hard for me to get that out of my head. Because that is kind of uh, – why don't you get into the background of the movie a little bit, Mindy? Kind of just a, a little hey. bit of a All right. So for you, for those who don't know about the movie, here's a little bit of a non-spoiler for you. So basically it starts – it's really screwy the way that it does – the way that it goes back and forth and back and forth, but it makes sense over time. But it, the way it opens up is you see Sandra Bullock giving a speech to two children and then them getting on the river and they're being blindfolded. And they're kind of like, what the hell is going on? Then it goes back in time and you see that there is a collective of people that have gotten together after the world is pretty much ending because there are things out there that if you see them, it causes you kill yourself yes but the thing is is that there's also these so-called prophets who aren't affected negatively but it becomes more of an obsession yeah it's kind of like and a they don't understand exactly and they don't understand why everybody wouldn't want to see it Yes. So it's it's creepy between the creatures and then the prophets. It's it's creepy. It's very very creepy. But there's a lot of twists and turns. Um, at the end, I will have to say it was emotional. Yeah. Uh, but would you recommend so for um, non-spoiler, yeah, absolutely. I would I would recommend this basically to anybody except people that with the hopping around. But if you're the type of person that is going to get lost in the movie that hops, this isn't the movie for you. Yeah. I I actually agree with you on that. Uh, what did you think of MGK in this day? I, I will go spoiler spoiler review. Yeah, MGK was in this shit. He, he was I in the house. He was Felix. Oh, that's right. He was the he, he, he was fighting with that chick, and then Sandra Bullock found he him banging later on. He was just took off in the van. Yep. He yep. Kept, he, took, he was the I one that say, it took me a minute. It took you a minute to realize it was him. Well, because of the hair color. Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. It's pink now. And whatnot, and like he's just like was really. Giddy in it. He looks so different now. Yeah, he does. Than he did in 2018. And I forgot what he looked like back then. So I honestly didn't recognize him until he talked. And he, he was like the dude that was like, dude, what, what the fuck are we doing? <laughs> like, what, like, he was that guy. He was the typical douchebag. Yeah. But no, I was impressed. He did it. He did an okay job. He he did his job. He did what he needed to do. 
Yeah, then he ran out. He's still the character. You don't know. He could be alive. You know, Felix could still be kicking out there. He might be. Or he might have died. Uh, At least he got Yigiri. As far as the kills in this movie, the the people die because they die by looking at the shit, right? Well, the shit causes them, the creatures cause them to kill themselves. Yes. They see it, and then they kill themselves. Yeah. I thought the most sinister of all of them is when that man forced the old lady to open her eyes. Yeah, that was really, really, really fucked up. They should have never let him in, and he was super creepy, super weird. I mean, that's still a meme now for, like, like uh, him doing that to her. For like others to like me well, I also didn't like how she did that to Olympia as well. Yeah. I really don't like how he did that to her because she just gave birth. Yeah, that was fucked up. Uh, as far as yeah. apocalyptic movies go, I like this take on it. I think it's a cool... Like, A Quiet Place is cool too, not making a noise, but I, I like how Bird Box uh, plays with it. I, I like how, and Sandra Bullock's like a great actress to throw into anything and make it look cool. Well, there's there's also a difference. I mean, you can navigate the world without talking. Yeah, but trying to but do trying it trying to navigate seeing, the world without seeing anything? It's fucking hard. That's difficult. And, well, that's why in the best parts of this movie... It's not the kills or the crazy shit that goes out of the twist. To me, the best parts of her, the movie of her, is her and the two kids fucking trying to figure out, and the whole boy, girl, boy, boy, girl, like that. All right, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. If you guys haven't seen the movie, go watch it because we're getting into spoiler territory. Oh yeah, yeah, we've been in this. Yeah, yeah, we definitely are. All right, go ahead. But like the relationship she has with, and it's kind of like. I, I knew it was her kids the whole time. They kind of acted like right. it wasn't in the beginning and then right. said it was at the end. But, like, right. you, you know. Well, no, but, the one child well, isn't her. No. No, the daughter, the girl that she called girl was not her daughter. Right. It was Olympia's daughter. That's why she ended up calling her Olympia at the end. The lady yeah, that was Olympia. But the son was hers with, with, right. with her husband yeah. that they had that perfect life with right. before everything went down. And it's yeah. – um, at first it's like, oh, man, why is she just calling them girl and boy? It's like it's so heartless. But then again, it's like you don't really want to get attached to anybody because – she could die. They could die at any minute or you could die at any minute. And yeah. So it's – you know, you can see why she just did the boy. And, and I think it was more that to where <laughs> I don't think she wanted them to get attached to her because she right. could die, you right. know? That and also, guys, if you go back to the beginning of the movie, when she finds out that she's pregnant, she's not happy. Yeah. She don't want to have kids. No. No, she does not. Like, that's why she even told that Olympia chick when she was like, you need to take my child if anything happens to me. That's why she's like, no, like, I'm not the right person for this job. Yeah. But she knew she didn't want to be a mother. I mean, and that's I a lot think to that add. that's what made the trip 
so much more terrifying to me because you didn't know would she sacrifice herself for them or not. I was surprised none of them died by the end. I yeah. thought a kid was going to get it. I thought that because the boy kept fucking up. Yeah. So I thought the I boy thought the was... daughter was. I thought the girl was fucked when she followed Mallory out of the boat. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, it was just really, it was really fun to watch, and like I'm surprised they haven't tried to do this again. I know. Uh, it's really surprising because it, 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 like the concept's just really golden. And it's based off a book, of course, because everything is. But I've never read yeah, it. It's off the 2014 full of the second day. Yeah. Uh, I've never read the book. I'm sure it's just as good. It's probably better than I the have. Movie. It's really just, I have. It is better than the movie. But it, the they movie holds that. up. The movie does hold up. I will have to say, though, Daniel, to contrast you on that, sometimes. There have what? been a couple of movies that, for me, have done better than the book. Which ones? Uh, one is Of Mice and Men. I really I, enjoyed that movie. I mean, J- John Malkovich does give the fucking performance of a lifetime, but that book is also a classic. I mean, I'd say it's about the same. But I, I, do, and then, I agree with you. And then Lord of the Flies. See, I disagree. I, I, oh, like the the old one from like the the sixties or whatever. No, the newer one that uh, the newer one that was like really focused on it was in the nineties. Oh, okay. I had to watch it for school, and it was like super, super, super focused on what was going on, um, like the book and stuff. And that's better than right, the, they really didn't stray away from the book. It was a lot better than the 60s one. Okay. Yeah, Piggy was my boy. I fucked with him. <laughs> but, yeah, well, getting, back to, getting, back to what, getting back to what we're actually talking about, um, I would have to say, for me, it gave me um, the happening vibes. Oh, yeah, I can see that. Kevin said I'm wrong because technically in the happening, the plans for killing people. Yeah. So technically they were being murdered, not committing suicide. They thought they were committing suicide, though, through half the fucking movie. Because technically they were. Yeah. And that's what I was trying to get through his head is, like, technically it was death by suicide. That's what this is, too. Like, someone's forcing them to commit suicide. Yeah. So like the plans not, work. but it is. Yeah, so, I don't know, Daniel. How did you actually feel about this film? I thought it was really good. I there was There's a couple things that annoy me about it. I do think Sandra Bullock has the tendency to overact in some of her movies. And I think that's oh, an exception for that. And I love her. I think she's great. Uh, there's not much I don't enjoy her in. But I do think that she kind of... I don't enjoy her in horror. Yeah. I, yeah that, that's that's right. another thing. I, it doesn't seem like the right movie for her. I think she does mm-hmm. a good job. And I like the chemistry she has with the kids and stuff. And I do enjoy her performance. But 
to me, she hams it up a little too much sometimes. And like some of the time, like with the boy and the girl, like it was getting a little annoying, especially on the rewatch. Like, like, and it's like, I don't know. I think someone could have done it better than her. I, I would have. And I agree with that. And I think, I, I think it's because of what I said. I think it's because she's not a horror actress. Yeah. That's not what she does. <laughs> and for not being a horror actress, though, she did a decent job. Exactly. Oh, so that's absolutely. Not why, that's why it's not like a huge gripe of mine because, like, she she does enough for the movie. Like, the movie doesn't not work because of her performance. It still works, and it's still a good movie. And it's like, and she she carries a lot of it out of her back and without seeing shit. So right. that takes a lot of talent. She does a good yeah. job, but there's something in me that thinks that like a a Nev Campbell could have done a better job. Or, or someone that's like a screen queen that have been in the genre for a very long time, like a even Hayden Panettiere if she wanted to. Kirby, there, there's a couple different. I hate like, her. You don't like her? I've never liked Hayden Panettiere. I've just I've never liked her. I've only liked her in one movie, and that was The Trial of Amanda Knox. Um, murder in Italy, and that was just because she was the fucking inmate. But, I mean, other than that, like, I really don't like Hayden Menace. I don't know why. It's, like, the same thing that I have with Miley Cyrus and Taylor Swift. I don't know why I hate these people. I just do. But I'm also glad that she was in this. I'm glad it had Sandra Bullock, because I don't think it would have got the eyeballs that it got. I probably wouldn't have watched it. Exactly. Like, the local, the casual audience would not have exactly. seen it like they did. Like, this wouldn't have been the most watched movie on Netflix if it wasn't for her. No. So, because, like, horror is a like genre, but it is a niche audience, too, in a way. Yeah. And I do like the way that they did sprinkle a little bit of comedy in there. And they did sprinkle a little bit of drama. Yeah, and there. a little it's bit not, of heartache. But they didn't focus heavy, on there. it. Yeah. Exactly. Like when Tom asks, when Tom's like, it's been five years and you still call them girl and boy. Like, you can't keep doing that. Because she got mad because he decided to tell them a story of when he was a kid. And she got angry because she didn't want them to have those feelings and those wishes and thoughts of something that she knew they were never going to have. Yep. So she got mad at him, and then he clapped back at her with, well, you don't even have names for that. Uh, you call them girl and boy. Did you enjoy Tom? Um, He was the more comical character for yeah. me. And I will have to say I did feel a little sad when he did die. I really thought he was going to make it out. Yep. But that's just me. I should have known better. I I kind of knew he was going to, because someone had to, right? Yeah. I honestly thought the little girl was going to get killed off. I was hoping it wasn't going to happen, but I had a feeling that she was going to die. Just because it wasn't her child. Oh, I'm glad it didn't either. And I like how she took responsibility for them at the end of the movie. Yeah. 
like she finally felt comfortable enough with both of them to be like, these are my children. So, honestly, it was one of those movies where you have to watch it thoroughly. You got to pay attention and everything. And it's also kind of a coming-of-age movie. Can you? It's got a lot of growth. Me, I agree yes. with you on that. But can you – what's the part what – what do the birds do? Like, is there, like, a scientific okay, like okay, way okay. that they explain it? Because okay. I missed it in both my watches. Like okay, the first so time I saw the, way that they, the way that they explain it is that the birds can sense when the evil is near. Okay. So the louder the birds are, the more you know that somebody is infected. Right. Or that the thing is coming after you. Yes. So they kept the birds as a security system. That's why when they got to the school of the blinds, they had all those birds, and Sandra Bullock was like, let's release our birds so they can be with their friends. The birds were meant to be a security system. No, because they're they're not going to go there because it's the school of blinds. Yeah, but Sandra Bullock's not. Well, no, but, I mean, she feels more comfortable now. But I think because of the big aviary they have there, the birds let them know when the thing is close. So they'll so be they able to inside. Okay. Yes. Exactly. Like I said, the birds are a security unit. They're like a security alert. No, I hear you. I was just wondering. Yeah. Once it gets close, the birds go batshit. Can we talk about, though, how – I mean, and you brought up a Mice and Men earlier, but John Malkovich is fucking good in everything he's in. Mm-hmm. Like, this type of shit is made for him, too. Like, he's good, he's so good at being, a, like, a scumbag that he was so good in this movie. He was the one that stuck the birds in the freezer, right? Yeah. He was the okay, one – uh, he was the one the whole time that was, like, bitching about everything that they were doing when they first got to that house. Oh, he wasn't the outsider. No, he wasn't Gary. That was Gary that, that was the outsider that fucked up the old Was he the shit. one that was locked in the basement or in the garage? Yes. Because he pissed okay. the because they got in the fight. Yeah. They locked him in the garage. Because then he tries to kill Gary, but Gary fucks him up and kills him. But... Like, he's so good. Like, he's like a dick, but he's still not a bad guy. He's just an asshole in an apocalypse. I just thought he did a really good job. And he's a big name. He actor. always does a good job, though. Yeah. No, he's phenomenal. But I really did enjoy yeah. him in this movie. I enjoyed everybody. I did, but, too. I mean, Sandra Bullock did a good job. I, uh, this movie, uh, it, it did a lot of things right for me. I thought the apocalypse was – it made it creepy without having to do stuff that you usually have to do in these movies to make it creepy. Like, without making it like, exactly. outside. Like, outside was just outside, like it usually is. Right. It's the one, like, apocalypse to where – because, like, you can't even really see these entities. Like, you can, but you right. know what I mean, and, and the creatures. Like, 
it, it feels like it's just a normal day outside, but right. it's not. And to me, that makes it scarier because you don't really know what's going on, but it's fucking people up. And what made it really scary to me was that one guy, you said his name was, uh, what, Carl? Gary. Okay, sorry, guys. I'm really horrible at names. That Gary guy, if you remember, when he first came in to to where they were, he wasn't crazy. He was fine. He didn't get crazy until he looked at those pictures. That's true. That he'd been drawing about what he saw. And then he saw the pictures, and he became a so-called prophet. Yep. So I think that was really interesting because I feel like that was the creature's way of being like, oh, well, we can't kill him, so let's use him. Yeah, definitely. I agree with you. Uh, I, I think this movie did a lot of things right, though. I really, like, there wasn't much I did not like about it. Mm-hmm. So. I agree. Uh, all the characters were good. The deaths were cool and people killing themselves out of nowhere and shit. Uh, but, though, it's not, this is one of those movies that it's not about the death. It's more of a thriller than just straight horror. But it's more about, yeah. like, the kids almost doing it and shit. And you're right. going, oh, shit. Like, it's, it's that. It's like. No, don't fucking put the blindfold on. Like when the, the entities cause the kid, they're like whispering to the kids trying to get them to take the blindfold off at the end. That's when you're really like, no, no. you're like screaming at the TV. Don't fucking do it. Like it, it's so good, so moody. And the I don't know. It's just there's an intensity to it that I really like. Absolutely. And it keeps that pace almost the entire time, I will have to say. Yeah, so it's kind of like how you said, like, it's a slow burn, but it's also not. Yeah, it keeps your interest. Uh, you got anything else on this movie, Mindy? Uh, do you want to give it a rating? or? I would have to give it a eight rowboat. Eight rowboats out of ten? Yeah. I mean, because she paddled blindfolded for 24-plus hours. That's <laughs> talent. That is talent. It's super fucking talent. Uh, nah, yeah, I I agree. I, I give it an eight rowboat as well. I thought it was phenomenal. I thought it's a really good take on an apocalyptic movie, on a genre that can feel tired sometimes. But it did it exactly because, way. like you said, it wasn't an apocalyptic as far as the Earth goes. It was apocalyptic as far as the human race goes. Exactly. So I could, and that's something that we really it. haven't seen. Yes, it was. It was really Absolutely. good. Fantastic film. Uh, next week we're doing the Black Phone, correct? Yeah, I think that's the plan. We're going to do the black phone if everything goes according to plan. And also, everybody, um, the TikToks, I do know everyone's wondering what the hell I'm doing. Um, So I'm trying to get some more views and more publicity for us and whatnot. So I have decided to do music as well. (laughs) Um, For people that know me, they do know that music is a passion of mine. Yes. So, I mean, 
keep on subscribing, keep on giving me love, keep on going yep. to the Facebook page and you everything. Know, the bigger we get, the more we can do for you. Exactly. So, uh, all right, guys, I'm going to give a big old hootie who. Hootie who? Hmm? What? What would you say? If the fans want to see me do it, it ain't fucking happening. <laughs> well, you're shooting, sir. I ain't doing that shit. I was thinking of all of us doing that. My name is Tiki. <laughs> uh, I was thinking of have, you being Boom Boom. You'd have to get and Doug would be Lala. Me of that. You would be Boom Boom and Doug would be Lala. Yeah, we'll, we'll have to I see. Would be, I would be Tiki and Sharon would have to be the one that comes right after Cheeky, I forgot. Cha cha. Cha cha. All right. Well, I'll I'll do the plugs real quick and then we'll get out of here. How about that? All right. Okay. All right, everybody, make sure to check out uh, the Wrestling Outlet every Wednesday and Saturday for Box and Smirk. They're good guys. Check out Sean Elite Diplodoc on YouTube and Twitch. Sean's been coming on a lot and doing a lot of uh, Doug's cartoon stuff with us. Uh, so yeah, thanks Sean for the support, Dirk. I'm sure he'd come and do some horror shit if you asked him. He uh, doesn't know anything. Yeah, that's true. So then, why get snarky <laughs> with him, Mindy? Because I'm his best friend. We want the emotional support. Uh, no, it's all good. But yeah, check out him out at uh, Twitch and uh, YouTube. For Elite Diplodoc. He's been playing a lot of Fortnite. Uh, make sure to check us out on Scripted Wrestling at 6.30 on Friday uh, for the hottest wrestling program in the world. And check out Unscripted Unlimited. That's become more of Doug's baby on Saturdays. I still show up, but he, he's kind of hosting that, doing his cartoon and sitcom shit. Make sure to check out Unscripted uh, The Web Cave on Monday. Uh, for me and Bobby and our superhero talk. We've been having a lot of fun with that. And, of course, make sure to check out the Stabcast here on Sundays, uh, one between 1 and 3 p.m. usually every Sunday for uh, the best horror mm-hmm. content around. Uh, we'll be back next week, hopefully with a review of the brand-new movie, The Black Phone, starring Ethan Hawke. If not, we'll come up with something else. But uh, check out uh, the Stabcast on Facebook and TikTok for, uh, of course, TikTok for Mindy's dancing and other horror-related uh, content. And also the Facebook, we post memes and videos and stuff all the time. So are you saying her dancing is horror-related? No. <laughs> no, I'm not. She's a very not good funny, Sharon. Not funny. <laughs> She's a very good dancer. But to check out the dancing and the horror movie content, check us out, Stabcast on TikTok. And I think that about does it. Uh, Mindy, have a beautiful week, and we'll see you next time. We'll see everybody next time. All right, guys. Who you who? Bye.